We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The MPW Digital Podcast Network proudly presents McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Join longtime SEC beat writer Neil McCrady and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCrady. Welcome into McCrady and Siski, presented by Rain Total Body Fuel. I'm Neil McCrady. That is Tyler Siski with you here on this Thursday afternoon. It's a Make It Rain Thursday. Make it rain. Make it rain. Starting an hour early. Thanks to everybody being with us on the stream. We'll be with you for about an hour and a half or so. Talk about a bunch of stuff. Make our picks towards the end. NFL picks. A weird week of NFL games. I mean... Good God! Yeah, get you some of that. And uh, frankly, a weird week of college lines too. Not a not a lot to uh, choose from, especially when you can't do SEC games. In my situation, I chose not to. I'm sticking with that. Um, I guess once the once the bowl games and stuff roll around, I can pick SEC games. By then, our comp- we'll have to come up with a, a different competition. But uh, assless chaps. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bob thought that was funny. By the way, it was funny. Yeah. It was funny. All right, so we'll do uh, we'll do all those things. Uh, first, I want to uh, got to pull up this reader. You'd think I have it memorized by now, but I don't. About our friends at Rain, what do we have today? It's Thursday. Thursday you has know become what today is. Thursday's become pretty routine. It's the Rain Inferno Red Dragon. Red Dragon. It's way up there on my list. It's it's probably number one. Yeah, today is Cheers. a big rain day for me because I'm going to be up late tonight, so it's going to be a. So you've got high school football tonight. Yeah. I, have, I had high school soccer the last two nights. Played. Well, uh, I gotta wait till everybody's done, you know. So it's like it's not. I don't get to go home. I gotta wait till like an hour after the game before I even get out of there. Yeah, well, Carson's the last person off the bench for whatever reason. We've had this conversation in my house. I don't understand it. I don't understand why my kids have to be. I mean, there are coaches leaving the building before my kids leave. Is he just taking the longest shower ever, or what's the deal? No, he's not showered. Just, I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Just unwinding? I don't know. It just it really bothers me. And in baseball, he's the last one on the damn dugout. It doesn't matter. They're the last people to leave any kind of athletic anything. It drives me nuts. I'm kind of glad to have a night off of high school soccer. We had two games in a row, we being Oxford High School, two 
nail biters, won one, lost one. The winning, you get past the winning faster than you get past the losing. Losing sucks. Yeah, I mean. Lost one to nothing, gave up a goal in the last 30 seconds. Yeah, that would suck. It sucked. Yeah. Had all sorts of shots. Dominated the game, had all sorts of shots on our end, just could not get one in the net. And then they get one run, boom, get a kick. It just. I mean, dude, losing sucks. Losing sucks. But it's a good thing because if you like losing, then you're a loser. And no doubt about it. If losing doesn't bother you, that's a bad sign. Yeah. I, you show me a bunch of kids that are like, oh, home after a loss. And I'm like, oh, that team loses a bunch and they deserve it. Yeah. It drives me. You talking about pissing you off as a coach. And, I, and Texas had to go through this last year when in the Sarge's first year. But if you lose a game, and it happens now. You lose a game and you get on a bus and somebody's bullshitting and cutting up. You're talking about, I will go rage real quick. Yeah. I mean, like, there's nothing in the world that pisses me off more than after a game, a player bullshitting on the bus or cutting up and all that stuff. Uh, that's, ooh. And what really makes you mad is the players around him, they don't shut him up. Because you give your players around him a chance to shut him up. If they don't shut him up, then you got a problem. Hey, by the way, this got thrown out, but aren't all chaps by nature assless? Right? Dude, I don't know. I'm not an assless chaps guy. But are there such a thing as chaps? Are there there are no chaps for the ass either? I mean, they're all they they don't they don't cover that part of the body. They're down they they're they're to protect your legs, right, while you're riding the you're, horse. You're you you're talking to the wrong guy. I mean, you want to talk about zone blitz or – I mean, <laughs> I'm good. I don't. I, I have no help for you on that. Brought to you by Rain, Total Body Fuel, 300 milligrams natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits, achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. <laughs> also brought to you by Walk-On Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine. Po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs and with 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Let Walk-Ons take care of all your tailgating needs this season. Inquire today about their family and friends bundles. Tailgate platters order online at walkons.com or on their convenient Walk-Ons app. And if you are uh, looking for a place to watch games, you're hanging out in the Oxford area, in the Jackson, Mississippi area, make sure that you uh, make sure you stop in at uh, the Walk-Ons in Oxford or Ridgeland and tell the people there how much you appreciate them sponsoring McCready and Siski and all of the MPW Digital uh, products. Pete's yeah, Pigskin Preview, yeah. Oxford Exxon Podcast, all that. I'm excited to get to... I'm going to guess probably between 5.30 and 7, I will be partaking. There you go. So I usually push it up close to game time, then walk over. By the way, if you're in the stream, uh, no Pete's Pigskin Preview today because Ole Miss doesn't play a game Saturday. We, he'll be back uh, next Wednesday, next Thursday, I should say. Uh, there is the Butcher versus the Spin Instructor this evening on um, MPW Digital. That's at 6, and then Chase and I will be here for uh, hand raise guys at 7. Yeah, I'm getting to the point where – in the road to Boise, I may start having to listen to that show a little earlier before we do our picks. We might have to move that up to Wednesday so I can get some free advice. Really bothers the shit out of me when I lose picks and then, like, Knox knows 
like not I was it was bad that I was asking Knox what do you think about this I said you know if if Georgia has to win by eight points do you like no, that's that's bad so there you go there you go you ready to do this thing? Let's do it. So right. uh, you got a you got a scenario here. You're gonna throw by me. Go ahead. All right. So this is the first thing that came to my mind when I saw this college football playoff, the rankings come out. So I'm gonna play your game with you. I'm, I'm curious about your answer here. We had this big long discussion the other day. Okay. And it got heated. So be interested. Okay. The football gods come down, Neil, and this is what they do. What's up, football gods? Good to see you guys. So Saturday, uh, Georgia would beat Tennessee. Okay. And Georgia would go to the SEC championship game as undefeated team. Okay. So Georgia's 12-0 and 0 going to the title game. Yep. And Tennessee is 11-1. and 1. Okay. Not in the title game. Okay. And then our friends down in Baton Rouge decided to run the table. And they, and they go – so they're going to end up going to the SEC championship game. So they beat Alabama. They beat Alabama, beat Texas A&M, run the table. I don't okay. know who else they got gotcha. Uh They got Arkansas, Arkansas and A&M, yep. Mm-hmm. And then LSU – as a two-loss team, beats Georgia in the SEC championship game. Okay, so LSU wins the SEC title. LSU is the SEC champs at 11-2. and two. Okay. All right. Now Georgia so is Alabama, 12-1. And Alabama's out. They, Alabama's out because they lost. Okay. All right. And let's say our, our good friends in Oxford, Mississippi, find a way to go undefeated, and they're also 11-1. and one. So they're 11-1, and one, but they don't go to the – because they lose the tiebreaker to LSU. So you have Tennessee in the east, right. Ole Miss in the west at 11-1 and, and, and not in the title game. Not champions. And you have uh, Georgia undefeated but losing to LSU in the title game. Okay. All right. And then I've got – Then you got Ohio State or Michigan, one of those two, went out. Okay. And then also Clemson wins out. Okay, what about TCU? Yeah, they're not. I'm not going to put them in that scenario because okay. that's not even. So TCU loses a game. They're going to lose a game. Okay. Um, if nothing else, they'll lose in the rematch to Kansas State. So who are you I, putting okay, I, I, in the college football playoff? For the sake of just being thorough here and not complicating things. Yeah. The Big Ten loser is 11-1. and one. Yeah. Um. What about those three Pac-12 teams? Does one of them come out of this as 12-1 and one in a Pac-12 champ? It's important yeah. because it's important no, to use you. the word champ. It's important. Are one I don't of those think a, so. Are one of those a 12-1 and one champ? Yeah, I don't think so. Oregon, because you USC, and UCLA. Right. And here's why is everybody says all these first college football playoff rankings don't mean anything. 99% of the people are going to tell you that. Well, actually, they do mean one thing. They kind of tell you when you look at the initial rankings, mm-hmm. they will tell you what they're thinking. They basically told you uh, Tuesday night that if Clemson runs the table, they're in. Yeah. Okay? They're not yeah. leaving out a 12-0 Clemson. No. They're telling you that right now. No, they'd be 13-0 Clemson and they're in. But what they also did tell you is if the, everything works out like it's supposed to, they're willing to leave out a 12-0 TCU. Okay. Because they put them at But seven. in this scenario, t- TCU's not undefeated. Right. But then the other thing is, is they put those Pac-12 teams way so far back there okay. that in this scenario, they wouldn't make okay, it. Okay. So what you want me to do, basically, is you want me to go, okay, Clemson's in, the Big Ten winner's in, and then two of the four SEC teams are in. Who would they be? Yep. Okay. Or, or is there any scenario in your life that you can see three SEC teams making it? Okay. All right. All right, go. Ready to go. Okay. LSU's in. Mm-hmm. First thought I have. They're in. They're, they're in. They're champs. They lost on a goofy play to start the season to Florida State. The committee goes, F it. I don't care. They're in. Okay. 
Um, Tennessee beat the hell out of LSU. It's the first thing that comes to mind. Ole Miss got the hell beat out of it by LSU. By virtue of that, Ole Miss is out. The Georgia thing gets interesting because Georgia beat Tennessee in this scenario at home but lost to LSU on a, quote, neutral Neutral site. site. My inclination is you would have Clemson, the Big Ten champ, LSU, and Georgia in your four. I think they would rank it. They would go – they would go the Big Ten champ number one, Clemson number two, LSU three, Georgia four. Because they're not going to put that rematch back to back. So you'd have an Ohio State-Georgia semi and a Clemson-LSU semi. And then if they ended up with an all-SEC rematch, it is they, what, it is. Is what yeah. it is. That's my thought. Now, if you told me that three SEC th- – I, I don't see how. They, they, they can't, right? The only way that they could have three. So you asked me – Come up with yeah. a way. How? Clemson loses to Notre Dame. Okay. Or something. Right. Ends up 12-1. and one. Loses it all. Loses. Yeah. 12-1, and one, has a loss. Um, the Pac-12 cannibalizes itself. Because I think they would take one of the Pac-12 teams before they took an SEC team as the third team. Yeah, I agree. Um, the Big 12 cannibalizes itself. Let's. I mean, you're asking me for a scenario, yeah. so I'm trying to come up with one. Ole Miss just looks awesome in November. Okay, Ole Miss mauls Alabama, goes to Arkansas, wins convincingly, and then just just beats the pants off State on Thanksgiving night. Momentum, etc. Uh, Georgia, the Georgia Tennessee game Saturday is a classic. A game that we're talking about for years to come. Triple overtime. Georgia wins 56 to 54. We're talking about all of it forever, right? It's yep. it's the game that on March the March the 27th when the they're like, what do we put on the network? Just play the game again. Just play it again. And everybody watches it, right? Yep. On June the 7th, hey, what, what do we put on? Play the Georgia-Tennessee game. Just put it on there again. It's good. That's the scenario where I guess you'd get LSU, Georgia, Ole Miss as the four. So in that scenario, you'd have Ohio State. Yeah, the problem is you're creating an SEC semifinal, and I don't think they want. I think they'd do anything in their power to not have that. Yeah, I agree. The only, I mean, I don't see any scenario. I think they would let a one-loss Clemson in before they would. Let our three SEC teams get in. Well, I, I, as I talk my way through it, I, I agree with you. I mean, if if the thought exercise is come up with a way for three SEC teams to be in it, okay, if that's if that's the requirement here for debate class, that's how I would get you there. If you then said, okay, is that realistic? I'd say no. I will tell you this: in the in that world, let me tell you what that would cause. A college football playoff will probably start next year. <laughs> yeah. Well, I <laughs> if told you, you ended up in a scenario where you had. Literally, you had four SEC teams that could say we deserve to be in the playoff, and you have a one-loss, you know, big. T- you know, if you start having a bunch of teams that can claim 
rightfully so, to get into the playoffs. I mean, they got to push it up. You know, it's funny. People around here, and I just understand why, they look back on that Ole Miss-Arkansas game in Oxford on November of 2015, the crazy 4th and 25 game, and they bemoan what could have been for Ole Miss. I have always bemoaned what could have been for college football. Because if if Ole Miss wins that game, and if the 4th and 25 play doesn't succeed, Ole Miss wins the game by the skin of its teeth, but they win regardless, and then go on and beat LSU and beat Mississippi State, they would have gotten a rematch with Florida in Atlanta, and they would have beaten Florida, my opinion. And had they, they would have been the team that you're referencing here as LSU. They just would have been wearing Ole Miss uniforms. They would have been an 11-2 and two Ole Miss. Going to the playoff. Losing to Florida on the road, losing to Memphis on the road, which would have been this giant. <laughs> you ever watch Pimple Popper? No. Okay, I like watching that. The really? Pimp- yeah, yeah. Like you like that. It's very satisfying. Um, I do. Sorry. That's Shoot me. Like you've told me some disturbing things in your life. That that's maybe the most disturbing thing you ever told me. I'd rather you take my eyelids open and watch the World Cup than watch that. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But that's the giant nasty pimple. Like it's just you can't stop looking at it. Yet Ole Miss would have won a championship and they would have gotten in, which would have meant a one loss Alabama. That loss being two Ole Miss. In Tuscaloosa, or I can't remember if it was Oklahoma or Ohio State, somebody was going to get eliminated. And I think it would have been, it would have led to this, what I think would have been very productive debate. And I think right now we'd be talking about a 12 team playoff for this year. Yeah, that's probably true. Because people would have said, okay, well, give me the argument for Ole Miss getting in. And I would have been like, that's easy. They're the SEC champ. They went to Alabama and won. And then someone goes, well, give me the argument for Ole Miss not getting in. And I would have gone, that's easy. They lost to effing Memphis. Yeah. Both arguments are like, that's a strong argument. Give me the argument for Alabama getting in. I can't. And they're like, like, why? Go ahead. The reason you couldn't is because Alabama had a shot against Ole Miss in Tuscaloosa and lost. When does – how many losses? Does three losses? What What is the number that winning the SEC championship loses its luster? Three. Three. That's interesting. Because they put a big emphasis on that. And if you win this conference, by God, you should be in there. Well, it's the reason I kept pressing you on the Pac-12 thing. Like, yeah. like, like Oregon goes 12-1. and one. This is, Listen, this is valid for now. Oregon goes 12-1, and one, wins the Pac-12 championship, and their only loss is to Georgia. And let's say Georgia is 13-0 SEC champ. Okay, Oregon goes, name three teams with a better resume. Yeah. And now, how, and I'm, I'm not saying they're right. No, but and the, the other thing you brought it's up. It's a compelling argument. Yeah, the other thing you brought up I think is compelling too is it, if you let a two-loss SEC champ in the, in the, uh, in the playoff, boy, there's going to be a lot of one-loss champions that haven't got in in programs and be like, hey, what about us? We're a one-loss champ. You know, you start – it's going to be – I think it has something like that would have to happen for it to get pushed up a year. I cheer for it every year. Yeah, I cheer it. for the chaos every year because I'm all for the playoff. I've always been for the playoff. The four team thing is just—it's a recipe for disaster, and it puts too much—it puts too much pressure on people to sit in a room and try to break it down analytically. And to this point, everyone's bailed them out, right? Fourth and twenty-five bailed them out. 
Always works out. But at some point, it's not going to work out. By the law of averages. Got a shot this year for it not to work out. It does. It's a long shot. But, but it's a, a real shot. shot. But it's a real shot. It's a real shot. I don't have to get – Clemson wins the ACC, goes undefeated. Oregon goes 12-1, and one, wins the uh, Pac-12, only losses to Georgia. You can say the Big Ten loser between Ohio State Michigan being – Yeah, someone's undefeated in the Big Ten, and then the SEC is a collection of – Yeah, even, it's beating itself up. Yeah, but at the end of it, you look at it and you go, okay, well – what do we have here? Yeah. No, you're right. All right. Um, I guess we got to. What do you want to – I don't want to wear this thing out because it's going to be a long-ass month. Okay. Lane Kiffin to Auburn. Is that what we're talking about here? Yeah. The Auburn coaching search. All right, here's what I think is happening at Auburn. I'll, I'll boil it down into really simple equation. My opinion – Okay. Twofold. One, I don't think they're anywhere near as far down the road as people think they are. As we tape this on November the 3rd, I, 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 don't, I don't think they're sitting down interviewing people. I don't think they're flying Deion Sanders to Atlanta for a secret meeting and all that BS. I mean, look. Stop, the, Can I say common sense yeah, guy sure, real quick? Sure. Hand-raised guy that's sure. been in the business? Yeah. Okay. Deion's not flying anywhere. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> if, they want, if, they, if they wanted to talk to Deion, do you know what they do? They go to him. He, they're not flying. Dion's not getting in a plane and going to Atlanta. Come on, guys. No. Whoever put that out there, that report, is full of shit. Absolutely. So whoever said it, you're full of shit. I don't even know who you are. Okay. All right, that's my point on that one. Go ahead. So as of this moment, I think the guy that they're talking about the most is Lane Kiffin. Now, I still say the same three things that I've said all along. And I'm, the more people I talk to, the more I'm convinced I'm right. Okay? One – it's an egregious fit, okay? And I think there's plenty of time because today's the third, the Iron Bowl's the 26th. They're not doing anything. They have 24 days at a minimum to sort through just how bad of a fit it is. And I think someone's going to figure it out, okay, on both sides. But if I'm wrong, if you told me that on November the 28th, November the 29th, there's a press conference in Auburn announcing Lane Kiffin as the head coach. I'll tell you one thing emphatically. <laughs> he got a contract that is approaching $100 million. Okay? It's eight to ten years. It's a minimum of $10 million a year. It's probably a little more than that. It's guaranteed. It's a Jimbo Fisher deal. It's so much money that he just couldn't turn it down. So then I circle back to the other thing. So before you give somebody that contract, you dig deep on fit. You dig deep on everything about the guy, everything about how he would fit there, what happens there. Auburn just got through paying. By the time this is over, they're going to have paid Brian Harson fifteen and a half. They got to pay uh, Malzahn. They're still paying. They've paid Malzahn, but they paid him a bunch of money. At some point, someone's going to go, why are we doing this? I think. Especially when there are other candidates that I think you could hire for half of that, including Hugh Freeze. All right. So um, if, you made me, if you made me bet, if you made me bet today, I'd still bet against Kiffin. But when the people go, hey, this like, – and I hear some Ole Miss people doing this wishful thinking that, hey, this Kiffin to Auburn thing is totally made up. It's just totally leveraged. It's, no, no, it's not. It's real. 
It's real. It's absolutely real. And if Auburn decides that it wants to go all the way in, I think they can get it done. But what I'm trying to say is, I hear people go, well, you know, maybe they could get him for six years. At, no, you're not, mm-hmm. not going to get him for six years and $42 million. Ole Miss is going to be able to come close enough to that that it won't matter. But can you – if you put a 10-year contract worth $110 million on the table, can you get Lane Kiffin? Yes. All right, so in interest of the show, I was on the phone this morning as I talked to you before the show. Um, and I did look, and I guess I got being, I guess, I don't know, connected is not the right word. I just grew up there and I know people and all that. And I know people that are in different levels, I guess would be the right word I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Different levels. So I'm, we're calling, talking, calling, talking, calling, talking. Obviously there's some things I can and cannot say, but, um, for the first time I heard them in unison they want Lane. Yeah. That is real. Yes. That's not rumor. No, it's definitely real. I promise you, no, it is defi- not rumor. No, it's not rumor. It's definitely okay, real. Okay, they want Lane. Yes. All right. Um, but you know why you study history, Neil? Because it repeats itself. Because it repeats itself. Mm-hmm. So, as an Auburn person, and I grew up an Auburn person, okay, um, in my entire life, in every single football coach, that they've ever hired. <clears throat> they never competed for a head coach. They've never have. Ever since I have been alive, since Pat Dye took the job. Yep. Pat Dye came from Wyoming. Nobody else was knocking down the door to hire Pat Dye. Turned out to be a good hire. Did great things for all of them, right? Not right. saying they don't do good jobs. Yeah. But that's who they hired. Terry Bowden was from Sanford. And then they go to, get, go to Samford right. to get Terry Bowden. Nobody's beating down the door to hire Terry Bowden. Mm-mm. All right, and then when he leaves, guess who they went to go get? Well, they hired Tommy Tuberville because now I'm on the beat. And Tuberville, a year earlier, had been pursued by Arkansas and stayed at Ole Miss. But you're, to your point, he was becoming a hot commodity. But, but he, he wasn't at but, that time. Right, but Ohio State and Michigan weren't beating Correct. down the door. Right. All right, and then after that, they go get on a plane and go get Gene Chizik. From Iowa State. That was five and like 17, I think. I think that's right. Five and seventeen, five and eighteen as a head football in coach that, in that range. Yep, mm-hmm. and they hire him to be the Auburn head coach. Yep, and then after that, they go to Arkansas State, where a guy had been head coach for one year, and that was your coordinator, and you bring him back. And the only competition there was potentially Arkansas, right? Maybe, right? I said yeah, potentially, uh, you know, allegedly, sure. right? Because sure. he did have the money, people. But you never have really gone out, and not that they haven't interviewed people. Okay, like right. Kirby was way down the road with them. Yeah, way down the road with them when Gus got the job. I'm talking about way down the road with them. And um, I've actually been in this situation before with them as a on a staff with somebody that was going there. And let me tell you what they do. So Auburn, I hope John Cohen is listening. This is what Auburn can't do. If they want if they want to go hire a coach, this is their this is what has happened in the past. Had this conversation with somebody that's on the inside, 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 and he admitted it himself. This is the problem. Is we'll go down the road with a coach. And before he signs the paperwork, he'll be asking for things like coaches do that have leverage. That when you have leverage, you go in and you ask for things. Because you've got to get everything you, you want, get everything while, you you're want while, you're, while you're hot. While you're undefeated. And so before yeah. he signs the paperwork, they go, nope, you can't have that. 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 And then he's like, oh, bump this. I'm out of here. Right. And you end up with choice number 46. 
Okay, choice number 46. If, do it like everybody else does. Say, yep, 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 sign the paperwork. Nope. I mean, that's what everybody else does anyway. Uh, you said I could get the. Yeah, it's okay. Well, we'll figure it out. You're signed now. Signed, signed, sealed, and delivered. So with that being said, going back to what you were saying about Lane being a fit, Lane is going to want some things. He's going to want everything. He's going to want everything. Everything. The other thing. Because, that he, look, his the people around him, he might be locked into the Ole Miss season. He is because he's got Alabama coming in in nine days. And he wants to beat Nick Saban as just as bad as I want oxygen. <laughs> He's focused on that right now. And if he wins that game, my God, all of a sudden the stakes are massive, right? If he beats Alabama, he may get forty million a year. But my po- my point <laughs> is is that the people around him are they're all I'm, trust me when I say this, they're cognizant that this is not the greatest fit in the world. This is this is not this It's a big step for Auburn even, if they do it. Even Jay Tate said this. Jay covers Auburn and has for a quarter century. He says it's a – I can't remember his word. It's a synonym for awful. It's an awful fit. And maybe it works, but it's an awful fit. Because the stuff that Auburn people want their coach to do, he doesn't do and isn't going to do. And an Auburn person, they do need that, though. That's what Auburn needs. Auburn needs to get out of their freaking high school mentality, man. This is not high school football anymore. Yeah. All right. This yep. isn't 1980. Yeah. And that goes with offense. That goes with recruiting. That goes with everything. This is not 1980. But the only thing I'm ever going to ask, this is the last thing I'll ask about it. As an Auburn person growing mm-hmm. up, War Eagle, the Creed, the whole deal, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the cult. You know, the only thing we're missing is pumpkins on our heads and torches. Okay. Bye to get it. But, but, yeah, but it's a cult. I'll give you that. I mean, okay. I'm with you. War Eagle. Um, <laughs> um, but here's the deal is the only thing I'll ask is just go fucking compete, man. Stop settling. If you want to be a top 10 job and you want to be taken seriously like that place can be, then go freaking compete. I don't care if it's Lane or if it's not Lane or anybody. Sure. Go pay somebody. Stop being cheap well, if, and go pay somebody. If they get Lane Kiffin, they will have paid. Why do you study history? They have never done it right. before. Right. They have never done it before, ever, 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 ever. And I just, if you made me bet, sometime between now and November the 26th, someone in, in that is going to go, mm, this is just, this is just a little rich for my blood. And, and then, because there are other candidates. There's other names that pop up. It's, it's, it's all about Kiffin until you go, okay, well, what if? And then there's these other names, which tells me that you're not singularly focused. There's still Hugh Freeze. There's people that talk about Dan Lanning. There's people that talk about Matt Rule. There's people that talk about Jeff Grimes. His name has cooled off it in, has my, in my circles. Considerably. So we'll see. I mean, again, this is, hey, look, it's great news for like my buddy Jay, who's going to do so many shows and super chats and stuff because everybody loves gossip and drama and yeah. rumors. All I'm going to say is there's a lot of time between today and Lots. And the 27th of November. And I promise we're not going to spend every show talking about this because this drives me nuts. I hate talking about the same shit over and over again. Well, it's the, the, you still know. I've, I've already hit the point where, like, people, I'm, I don't, I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to – because it's like, what do you think? It's like, you, God, I've done 52 shows already. What do you think I think? I've already 
I'm always amused that people are like, oh, you tell it like it is, and then they think that I hide something. It's Kevin like, Steele's not getting the job, so you can take that for whatever you want to take it for. Um, yeah, I don't need to stop that. Just trust me on this one, okay? He's not getting the job. Um, if it's not Lane, I I know where they're going. I love Hugh Freeze's chances. Uh, you're not going to be wrong. Yeah, if it's not Lane, I love Hugh Freeze's chances here. All right, so can I and tell if, you my – And if you – frankly, and this is why I'm an Occam's Razor guy. What the hell is that? The most logical explanation okay. is usually where you're going. You, know, you got to keep it simple with your boy. You could get Hugh Freeze for, at minimum, half the price of what it would probably take to get Kiffin. And – Hugh's a better fit. And a lot of the stuff that Lane won't do, Hugh will do with a smile on his face. And Hugh will do a great job at Auburn. And Hugh will do a great job at Auburn. If he lets them, and I think he would, if he lets them help him put a staff together. Yeah, he won't need much help. And, and, and if they give him the NIL money that people are talking about, he'll be dangerous there. All right. And- he's, listen, we're going to talk about something in a little bit. I mean, I like Hugh Fine. He's not my favorite person, and I'll tell people why in a minute. But he's a hell of a good football coach. And what happened to him at Ole Miss with the NCAA thing was a witch hunt. Some of it was his fault, but regardless, it was a witch hunt. And the stuff that he was accused of doing, which, A, they didn't do because they didn't have the resources to do that. There's a reason Carl Lawson didn't come to Ole Miss. Um, the stuff that he, You know I was on staff and I have I know. He can do it now. He can do those things. It's legal. Hell, it's encouraged. So, Hugh Freeze would do really well. So, that's why I just think between today and then, I just think someone's going to go, hey, you know what? We could save ourselves a lot of money. And in a, let's see, I think you have to do this, too, real quick, then we're going to stop. <laughs> if you're Auburn, you do have to say, hey, before we do a Jimbo Fisher contract, let's at least have the conversation about what happens if it doesn't work. Yeah. If it's Lane Kiffin, you're effed. You're just effed. You're screwed. If it's Freeze, he doesn't have the – because he's coming from Liberty. He doesn't have the ability to have the kind of leverage to go, I want this, 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 and this, and I'm not coming without all of it. So you can put some buyout language in his in his deal, or if it doesn't work out, you can cut ties a lot cheaper. Lane Kiffin's got all the leverage in the world, and in nine days could earn even more leverage. Right, he beats Alabama, and he goes, "Oh yeah, by the way, and I want fifteen a year, and I want a gold statue of me already, like yeah. like, like the Jesus statue in Rio de Janeiro. I want I want that over Jordan hair. Like, did you have the eagle placed on top of juice in the statue? Like, yeah, right. The eagle's riding. Yeah. I mean, at that point, what if might, the eagle instead of flying starts coming out of the tunnel, riding juice down the? It's possible, the it's right? Possible. I mean, he would be able to get anything he wanted yeah. at that point. So, my point is, Hugh can't, and so I think someone at some point goes, you know, it's probably the smarter thing. All right, so you you said what I wanted to – what I was getting to is that history repeats itself, right? So if history repeats itself <laughs> – right. what's he say? We didn't pay Carl. He loved Auburn and was a great fit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so so was Derek Hall, grind. So Derek Hall was a great fit too. Good job. Good job. Yeah. Grind, me and you need to have some beers and talk about how that was going down. Oh, shoot. All right, <laughs> so I probably shouldn't have said that. Um, don't clip that for for a promo clip there, Cole. Um, but anyway, history repeats itself. I think they'll get down the road. 
won't be able to close the deal for many reasons. Yeah. And then the conspiracy theory hit me on the drive from the office to your house today. Okay. Why do you think Hugh got that deal the other day? Uh, the puppet master. Let me tell you something. Jimmy Sexton is the greatest agent that's ever lived in any sport and anything. He got a got a good deal from Liberty. Where in the event that in the event that the carousel doesn't work out his way, he's got more. They love him there. Um, but he hadn't signed it yet, and supposedly the buyout's not prohibitive, so it gives him a little more leverage going into a deal with negotiating with an Auburn or whatnot because he so, has more money to build on for more money. Right. So $5 million is no longer a number. Now it's probably seven. Seven. You know, does that make sense? Sure. He just – dude, Jimmy Saxon. But you could greatest. get Hugh Freeze to Auburn for six years at $7 million a year. Oh, yeah, but I'm saying like – That's $42 million, which is less than half of what I think it's going to take to get – I think he was making just a little under four – before yeah, now, no, it, it, and so where if you said okay sure. five, he'd have taken it. Sure, well, now he's making five. Yeah, no, it'll take six and a half, and it was perfect timing. Of course, well, he's he's the best agent in the business ever. There's a reason for that. Ever, Jimmy Sexton, the Red Dragon to you, my friend. He's a good one. I thought right. you were about to make him the uh, quick you <laughs> hey, agent of the week. Hey, Jimmy Sexton, <laughs> quick you agent of the, the week. The quick you agent of the century. Wow. Oh, how about there's, that? There's nothing better one. I don't give a shit what sport. Jimmy Sexton is the best agent that's Scott ever Scott Boris lived. is pretty good. Hey, Scott Boris can't <laughs> scrub Jimmy Sexton's nutsack. Oh, my God. We've just gone way too far. <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> As I'm I say the, that with a cross I'm on the, my neck. I'm the ghost. This cross is going to start burning up. Scar my chest. Tyler, stop talking about other men like that. <laughs> yeah, red flags, red flags. <laughs> hey, but we've managed to keep them out. They haven't come to Brendan's girlfriend's. I thought they'd show up after that one. Yeah, they might. They just haven't called up yet. Give them a minute. <laughs> they're they're too shocked. <laughs> they they don't know which they don't know which bot to program. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which way are these boys batting? I'm confused. <laughs> All right. All right. We're moving off the rails. on. Yeah, we're off the rails. All right, so hey, you want to talk about um, your worst night, or your, excuse me, your best night? Is it your worst night or your best night of your career? Um, it was a fine night from a professional standpoint. I thought I handled myself quite appropriately. Uh, I got back to my hotel room in Chicago and discovered that it was a disaster to the point where I told my wife that night we're going to have to move. <laughs> Seriously, I did. <laughs> How'd she take that? Um, was she down? Is she cool, or did she give you shit? Oh no no she was she was she didn't even know about it. Laura is not a sports person. Okay, she doesn't yeah. watch. She doesn't keep I'm up. I'm one of those. Yeah, she doesn't keep up. She doesn't give one damn about. And let's now listen. If you are her employer, she loves Ole Miss. Hotty toddy. Um, <laughs> I mean, boy, she loves you. Woo! She's in. In reality, she couldn't care less. Uh, um, at all. It's one of the reasons that we do well is because we don't talk about it. Right. I mean, I don't have to worry about her going, hey, what's going to happen with Lane? She didn't care. I mean, yeah, whatever. So that's good. Uh, but no, I told her that night, I said, we're going to have to move. And she said, why? I said, I'm just, I'll show you some emails and stuff. We're going to we're gonna have to leave. I mean, there's no way we survived this. <laughs> and that, frankly, it got worse after that. For, really? Oh, for a long time. I didn't know you were going through all that, by the way. I mean, you've told me since. But yeah, I didn't know no, it was, it was bad. It was really bad. So, for those that don't know, Neil, 
you had an impact, a major impact on the National Football League this week. Did you are you were you aware of this till I brought it up? You know, I was not. Uh, I had not ever really thought it out this much. That and nobody's writing this story talking about how Neil McCready affected the NFL this week. Nobody's writing the story. So we're gonna be breaking news. Let me tell you what my man Neil did. So on draft night, what year was that? Sixteen? Twenty sixteen. The twenty sixteen NFL draft. And can I tell you real quick? <laughs> that day, I'd had such a nice day. Yeah. I'd gone to Chicago. Calm before the storm. I'd gone to Chicago on Wednesday. And I'd gone out to the NFL. They did a little like deal for the kids in Chicago, and the players were available. And I'd talked to everybody I needed to talk to. I'd done a lot of advance work. I wrote some really good stuff leading up to that. It was going to be a good night for Ole Miss. Laramie was going first round. You talked to a bunch of uncles and cousins? I, I, well, I, I talked to a lot of people, yeah. Uh, Laquan <laughs> Treadwell, Treadwell was going first round. Yeah, Evan no, everyone's That was next year, right? Yeah. Um, most people felt like uh, Robert had a real shot to go first round. Yeah. And so uh, I'd done all that work, and I felt really good about it. And on Thursday, I went out to uh, Wrigley. Cubs had a 120 game, if I remember correctly, against Atlanta. And uh, I don't remember. Went out to the game. I said, I need a fast game. Needed a good, well-pitched game. Need the Cubs to win. All those things happened. I think Jake Arrieta pitched for the Cubs, pitched really well, uh, beat the Braves in a pretty quick quick game. I got out of there, got back to the hotel, changed clothes real quick, and then left for the draft. Got to the draft. Everything was good. Laramie Tunsil watch. Because there were rumors where Laramie Tunsil could go as early as four? Three. Three. Okay. And so as the draft got started, I'm up there ready to roll, ready to do Laramie stuff, and then all hell broke loose. Go ahead. All right, so as I was eating my Milo's hamburger, watching the draft and my phone ring off the hook that night, our good friend Larry Tunsil, thanks to gas mask, started falling and falling and falling and falling. Yep. Ends up with the Miami Dolphins. Was that the 13, 14? I thought it was way down there. Yeah. Enough to where my phone was like literally on zero. Um, that was before they took your phone away, right? No, I, didn't didn't they get, take, no, I wasn't here. I was I was already somewhere else. Oh, you were gone. Okay. I was taking calls from NFL teams going, what the hell's going on? Is how I thought you said he was a good character kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. I say he is. Yeah. Um anyway. So he's a lot of questions. Things get weird on draft night. Well, Neil, he falls to the Dolphins, as you as you recall. Oh yes, I remember. And because he fell to the Dolphins many years later, the Dolphins trade Laramie Tunsil. The Houston Texans. Yes, they did. Which then the Dolphins take those draft picks mm-hmm. that they had, use it as leverage, and are able to trade back with the San Francisco 49ers this year's draft. And the San Francisco 49ers take Trey Lance. Womp, womp, womp. And out of those picks, yep. out of all of that, the Dolphins end up with Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, and Bradley Chubb, because of you, Neil McCready, the Dolphins are now a legit Super Bowl contender. Hey. Hey. Tip of the, tip of the cap to you. So if you are a Dolphins fan, <laughs> you just got all kinds of shit over there, don't you? Yeah, I'm just celebrating. <laughs> if you are a Dolphins fan and you don't send Neil McCready 
a Christmas card thanking him for his impeccable journalism that got you the players and the championship that you have today. You, my friend, are not a true fan. Crazy shit, huh? The butterfly. The question that I didn't even ask. Nothing wrong with the question, by the way. The question was fine. There was nothing wrong with the question. Dude. I actually gave him an opportunity to sort of explain it away, and he didn't do it. I mean, in his defense, that's probably not what he thought he was waking up to that morning either. And he's a young kid that was inexperienced. What do you do? How do you answer those questions? I mean, there's no training. Because no. it's not like he was a quarterback and it had been. Well, and he'd been pampered from the media his entire time at Ole Miss because Hugh was always afraid that people were going to ask about his recruiting. Yeah. His recruiting wasn't that bad. I know it wasn't. Yeah, it was a crazy night. So I did my job, wrote. I guess that's one of the people from the uh, the season, the Ole Miss media people, said something nasty to me in the hallway, and it caught me off guard. And I kind of looked at him like, "What?" I had no idea like what was unfolding, right? And I got back to my seat. It was in some auditorium in downtown Chicago. I can't remember it was a theater. I got back to my seat at my computer. And my phone's kind of blowing up. And I knew it was bad. I knew things were bad. But I didn't, I, I, I didn't completely understand it, right? And so I, I, I wrote. And I, was on, I wasn't on deadline, but I needed to get stuff up on the site. And I'm writing, and, you know, and, and Laquan got drafted. And then Robert did get drafted. And so I went to those press conferences, too. And I'm writing all this stuff. And I get back to the hotel. It's like 1 in the morning. And I look on, like, my site, Twitter. Boy, Twitter was, whew. Um, It was bad. It was really, really bad. I, I thought, I didn't understand it. Like, what, what, what are you talking about? And that the questioning, and I, I did ask questions that night of Laramie, but I wasn't the only person. And yet I got, I got hammered for it. And... It reopened the NCAA. The NCAA stuff was still so raw, right? Because I think there was this perception that it was almost over. And then that happens. And it kind of got reinvigorated. The case did. The NCAA is like, hey, we got to take a step back and look at this and blah, blah, blah. Gave them an excuse to open it back up, kind of. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. <laughs> that next day, I was like, screw it. I went back out to Wrigley, went to a Cubs game. <laughs> I did turn my phone off. Um, sat there, drank a couple beers, and I got back to the hotel on Friday night, and it just had not gone away. And because my flight back was on Saturday morning, right? And um, I, that's when we, that's when Laura and I talked. We talked that Friday night, and I said we're going to have to move. And she's like, "Oh, it'll pass, it'll pass." And I'm like, "It's, it's not going to pass." And we go to this party the next night. One of her friends was getting engaged. It was a secret engagement, and. Uh, it's at Bure, upstairs in Bure. And this guy like challenges me to a fight. I wonder if I want to step outside. And I went, yeah. Because at that moment, Tyler, I did want did to step outside. Did you choose violence? I got lucky. Really, I did. Number one, I don't know who would have beaten whose ass or what would have happened. But You a, had anger on your side? A grown man stepping out into the street having a fight is never a great idea. Okay. And I realized that I, I was that angry. I was like so pissed off at like the people coming at me. I got lucky that I guess he thought better of it. I don't know whether he was like, gosh, he jumped at this opportunity pretty quick. Or, About like 99% of them. And, and, but it blew over, but I was like, oh, this is not, this is not good, you know? And, and then it kind of kept, stuff like that kept happening. And your boy Freeze told people that had it not been for me asking questions, the NCAA case would have been over, which was not true. Yeah, that probably didn't help. Um, Hugh did the Twitter thing where he unfollowed me. And then at media day, we didn't talk the whole summer. At media day. But well, don't feel like you're the only one on that. Yeah. He, he unfollows and follows me yeah. from time to time. When he, depends on when he's mad at me. Whether he's mad at you. Yeah. So at media day, he tells me, I'm in the Manning Center. I'm in the Matter of fact, while you're doing that, I'm going to look and see if he's mad at me right now. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm in the Manning Center, and he goes, hey, glad to have you back. Glad, glad that you're back. And I was like, well, why would I not be back? And then I looked down, and I'd gotten the notification that he'd refollowed me on Twitter. He must be mad at me. He's not following He's me right now. He's not following you right yeah. now. This goes on like <laughs> this has been going on since I left to go to Alabama. <laughs> like so he unfollowed me when I left. Yeah. Followed me when I was there. Yeah. And then binocular thing happened and he unfollowed me. And then we got back on good terms and so he followed me. So and then I must have picked against him in a in a game or something. So <laughs> don't follow me before we get to these picks today. <laughs> He may not ever follow me back. Uh, Killer Cam, thanks for the super chat. It says best sports, best show in sports on MPW. Appreciate it. That's very nice. It was just yeah. a um, hey. It we was got a, a bunch of people watching right now. It was a bizarre time. Yeah. If you're in the stream, can you please hit the like button for my man Neil? Yeah, hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button too. 
Hit that button, too. It's free to subscribe. Doesn't cost you a dime. You can hit the notification button if you'd like. If you don't, that's okay. We'd love for you to. That thing doesn't work all the time. It's, it's erratic, but it will work more if you do hit it. <laughs> that is true. It's kind of like, did you buy a lottery ticket? I did not. $1.5 billion. Can you imagine? Can well, you no, imagine? Hey, look, let me tell you what's going to happen. Hey, guys, in the off chance that your boy hits the lottery this weekend. You're out. Just Hey, it's been real. <laughs> this will uh, just be McCrady. Yeah. <laughs> powered by rain, total body fuel. <laughs> hey, it's been real. Um, quick you, love you, Clay, Connor, you got them. Um, but me and Neil will be doing this show from Aruba on Monday. Uh, and if the cam doesn't work or the mics don't work, who gives a shit, right? That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Someone could say the mics don't work. Or I don't nah, care. Who cares? That fish hears us. Yeah. Sorry, guys. But no, it was it was, uh, it was a pretty interesting time. That's interesting to know that I, I impacted the NFL to that point. Congratulations. So you're telling me I should be a Dolphins fan at this point. Or the Dolphins should be a Neil McCready fan. The Dolphins should be a Neil McCready fan. Damn right. You know what time it is, Neil? Tyler, I think it is time for the road to Boise. The road to Boise on Make It Rain Thursday. All right, here we go. NFL. You want to start them off or you want me to start them off? I must be missing something in the thread. I'm being asked to explain for Drew how I brought Lane Kiffin to Ole Miss. Is is Drew arguing about me or something? Drew doesn't like me very much. Yeah, Drew's a Drew. Uh, Drew does not like me. I can't. I have no idea. It'll be all right. I don't. Hey, Drew, hey, hey Drew. Here's the deal, bud. And I'm gonna say to you. I'm gonna say to you respectively. I've learned this after six years of this. Um, the video is on YouTube. You can go find it. Um, I, I no no. I'm totally serious here. I'm, I, this is the point I'm at. I'm at. I'm I'm, I'm here because it impacted the way that I lived here. More importantly, more importantly, Drew. Some people went after my 15 year old daughter that summer. That was the great part. Some people went after oh, my 15 year old daughter. Yeah. yeah. Well, if I could find them, I'd beat the shit out of them. Um, that'd be the fight that I'd take. And if the cops wanted to haul me off, they could just do it. It'd be worth it. Yeah. But it's right there. It's on, it's on YouTube. Find it. You hear my voice all the time. If you think that sounds like me, I don't know what to tell you. Secondly, and this is most important, there wasn't a damn thing wrong with that question. Larry Tunsil was a professional that night. He chose to have a press conference. Professional media people asked him professional questions in a professional setting. The fact that his answers were, were what they are, is, that's a Laramie problem. That's an Ole Miss problem. It's not the problem of the reporters who asked the question. There you go. Six years later, you want the truth? I wish I'd asked the effing question. I do. If I had a do-over, I would have been the one asking that question. I wouldn't have surrendered the microphone. I would have kept going. That's the truth. That's the truth. There was nothing wrong with that line of questioning. The story that night was Larry Tunsil. That was the story. It's the NFL draft. It's a big night. It's a big journalism night. Okay? You know it's a big night for the kids. It's a big night for the people covering it. It's a big night. The NFL draft's a big effing deal. That's why probably in, starting in January, we'll talk about the damn thing for four freaking months. Mel Kuyper's made a living off of one night a year. Credit, credit to him. Not an insult. But the draft's a big deal. You know it's a big deal. You know it's going to be covered. And that night, when right before the draft starts, Laramie Tunsil's doing the Darth Vader thing with marijuana smoke, you had to think, I don't know, just maybe, just maybe, someone's going to ask about it. I, I mean, it's possible. I mean, it's possible that everybody goes, hey, uh, Laramie, um, 
What are your thoughts about playing left tackle for Miami? Are you excited to be at the beach? Um, do you like turquoise? I mean, I guess it's possible that those were going to be the questions asked, but I would have thought just maybe had I been on the media team, hey, they're probably going to ask you about the mask thing. Oh, and then there's another set of deals about you taking money and stuff. They're probably going to ask about that too. Hey, for the record, I would like to say it's been 48 minutes since Neil cracked his reign. 48 minutes. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. I love you. No, I'm good. I love you. I'm totally at peace with it. The truth is, the truth is, it actually sort of made, it was one of those deals where you, you have moments in life where you realize that you, have, you need to circle the wagons. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. You've had those. I've had a few. You had those. <laughs> Just a few. And when you do, it's kind, of a, it's kind of a cleansing thing. It is. It's a very cleansing thing. It's, it was good. I like when you get hot. Not even hot. But there was nothing wrong with what was asked that night. No, you're doing your job. And, but, I mean, the guy who asked it was some reporter from California. My job, and I, I view this very clearly, my job, no part of my job is to protect the Ole Miss football program. None. You know that. You and I, you worked at Ole Miss yeah. and I covered you. No part of my job is to protect Ole Miss. There's nothing in there. Here's, here, here's where it is. Be fair to Ole Miss. Be objective to Ole Miss. Yeah. And there have been times when I've been the voice that defended Ole Miss, including a lot of times during the NCAA thing. Yeah. You've always been fair, dude. That, and that's my job. And that's the that's, only thing. And, that's and I've told you a thousand times. I'll tell people in here for a thousand two times. I'm 100% convinced the reason that you and I ever had a relationship beyond of reporter, employee, or whatever, whatever the hell you call that, is because you were fair. And that's all you can ask for in that business. And, of course. And, and – and the truth is, I don't like it the other way. I don't like it is, when it's all snow clouds and bunny rabbits and My Little Ponies. Here's the truth: when you guys were there, I was kind of for you. I liked yeah. I liked you guys. I liked you personally. It was the easiest. It was the easiest professional relationship I ever had. But I told you this, Mike. It's a scoreboard. I, you've said that a couple. times. I don't control that scoreboard. Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't either. You know, and so it, whatever happens on that scoreboard is what's going to impact what happens the rest of the way. And it sucks, but it's the real world. It uh, it is, and um, it, I'm gonna tr- I'm going to approach my job that way at all times. That's the way I'm going to do it. I've always done it. The truth, like people are, like, what do you think about Kiffin? Well, here's the truth: I'm going to be prepared for Kiffin leaving, and I'm going to be prepared for Kiffin staying. Because guess who's not going to come to me about that decision? Lane Kiffin. Yeah, Corey. So it says Corey says so. Siski isn't a Chuck fan. No, let me tell you something. And look. One thing about me is, for those, if you can't tell, I could give two shits what other people's opinion of things or people are. I like Chuck. Some of you may not like him. I like Chuck. I like David. I like Ben. I've liked every, this is, I like Chase, obviously. I like every single person that's on this beat that's ever been on this beat but one. That's the only, and it has nothing to do with the coverage of the team, what they said, right, wrong, or indifferent. But, no, I'm not a, I'm not a – I don't talk bad about people because they're on the opposite side or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I love those guys. I think they're awesome people. And so if you don't like it, then you can go kiss my ass. So that's pretty much where I'm at on that. All right, let's do picks. All right, let's do picks. Road to Boise. <clears throat> All right. Um, you know what? I'm going to go first. You can go first? I'm going to go first because if I'm responsible for the Dolphins, then by God, I'll just open this 
Hitch up by saying, um, give me Miami minus five at Chicago on Saturday. <laughs> I'll, I'll go right there. That's You're locking that in? Locked in. Is that your Dolphins minus five at Chicago? It's my NFL pick of the week. Now, are you betting with your heart or your head here? Neither. <laughs> just... Or your emotion. I'm, I'm actually just, it's a perfect segue for Cole. <laughs> yeah. Clip it, Cole. Hey, Cole, this is easy. Yeah. Cole, I'm, Cole, I'm, I know what your next tweet's going to be. I, I do. Uh, the I think the Dolphins are <clears throat> undefeated against the spread when Tua has quarterbacked this season. Weather's going to be 64 and sunny in Chicago. I actually did do a little research on it. I, I think everything – the Bears, there's no they, – they got – Briggs is gone. Uh, uh, Roquan Smith is gone. Their defense was anemic against Dallas. That was with Smith on the field. It stands to reason it will be even more anemic this week. The Bears clearly are building for something down the road, accruing picks, et cetera. So, yeah, I actually like this pick a lot. Um, I had that in my pool of picks. I love that pick, but since my ass is going to be freezing, I have to figure out. I mean, I got to play the game theory. I got to go somewhere different. Yep. But I think you're right on that. <clears throat> if this was week one, I would agree with you. How about that? That would be one of my picks if it was week one. Okay. I think that's a free money pick. NFL. Okay. If it, if there is a free money NFL pick this week, I think that was it. Okay. All right. I'm going back to the well here because um, there's NFL sucks this week. But that's right, GJ. I haven't seen GJG on here yet because yeah. he probably doesn't know the show is coming on in a minute. He'll probably hop on here in a minute. Yeah. The Atlanta Falcons are at home against the Los Angeles Chargers. They are. At noon. You've got this at three. I had it at three and a half. Do you want me to check oh, on the Oh, please. I will, I will gladly take a half a point here. Okay, let me see what we got. Grind, remind me at the college part. I got something for you on that, okay? On this uh, app, Coastal Game. Ooh, I wish I knew because that was one of the games I'm oh, talking about. I got to wait till Neil picks his before I give any advice. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I got to wait for Neil to get done before I talk about some stuff. Which one am I looking for here? Oh, Fal- it's Falcons. Three. It's three. It's All right, it's three. All right, three. fine. I'm taking the Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons at home against a very beat up, very beat up uh, Chargers team. And for some way, somehow, the Falcons are in this NFC South deal. I don't even know. NFC South is terrible. But I'm taking the Falcons at home plus three. To prove to you that I'm not cheating here, there it was. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I only had five NFL games. I couldn't find six that I liked. Uh, I've also got the Falcons plus three at, at home against the Chargers. It's going to be cold. Again, if you're a meteorologist in Boise, Idaho, <laughs> and you can dial up some good weather, I'd appreciate it. All right, you want me to go? You want me to go first then on these, where you can <laughs> no, decide. No, that matter shit. Because I, I don't have, but I mean, you're either picking them or you're not at this point. Because right, I'm not so changing. All right, my second pick. Well, my second pick was Atlanta, so it's your turn. All right, my second pick, or that was your second pick. My third, my second pick. The Green Bay Packers are going to Detroit, and they are three and a half point favorites. Detroit gave up this week. They gave away probably their most consistent. Offensive weapon because the other one's been dinged up and TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. They traded him. When I say they've given up, they've given up so much that they traded him to the, their own division. Yeah. That hasn't happened since like 1998 or something. At this point, they have to just throw all that to the wind. Yeah. And, and, they're giving up and accumulate. They're, they're selling. They're giving up. I'm taking, and the Green Bay Packers, look, 
I know they're not great, and for whatever reason, with all of this stuff out there with all these people being traded on Tuesday, they still decided not to give uh, Aaron Rodgers any more uh, weapons to work with, which tells me that also Green Bay is saying, do what you got to do with it. But Aaron Rodgers is – I like the competitor in him. I'm taking the Packers minus three and a half at Detroit. All right. Boy, there's a thread. There's some conversation in that thread that I so badly want to weigh in on, but I'm not going to. Not worth it. Well, it's uh, not the Call of Duty. No, no, nope. It's the Is stuff. Is your boy Drew? It's the stuff about 24-7 and breaking off and what happened and why it happened. Where am I missing all this at? It's okay. Uh, all right, my third pick. I haven't liked this team all year, but I'm starting to realize that I'm wrong on them. And so I'm going to uh, correct that here at the midway point. Give me the Minnesota Vikings minus three and a half at Washington. I watched the uh, – I watched the Commanders last week, and it, yeah, they screwed me, and they won the game, but they're not good. Vikings are pretty solid. Give me, give me Minnesota minus three and a half at Washington. Nail my third pick. I will be taking <laughs> my, Vikings. my fat ass to Boise in a t-shirt because <laughs> I'm never going to be able to fucking catch up. I have the Vikings. I mean, you could deviate from your no, plan I mean, right shit. now. I mean, you, you've got more games here listed. You could deviate from your plan and do something different. I have the Vikings minus three and a half at the Commanders. Even though, look, let me tell you how much I love you guys. Is Neil and I are eleven and zero when we pick the same games? I'm doing this for the. I'm doing this for the stream. You're doing this for the people. I'm doing this for the people. I'm going to freeze my ass off for the people. I'm taking Minnesota minus three and a half. On the road. Look, Minnesota acquired talent. Yes. Uh, Washington got so lucky with that win last week. They were throwing – I mean, it was bad. Minnesota's Um, a really well-coached football team. They're a well-coached team. They're playing well. They made moves to get people – Irv Smith goes down, they go get T.J. Hawkinson. Look, that's easy money for me. Minnesota minus three and a half at Washington. All right. My fourth NFL pick, I'm going to stick with the team that's been good to me. I'm just going to roll with them for a little while. I've been watching them some, and they keep winning, and they just look the part, and I, you're going to give me points with them. I'm going to take the Seattle Seahawks plus two at Arizona. I'll just take my points. Arizona's not good at home. Seattle's good everywhere. I know metrically people are still hung up on Seattle, and they think they're going to regress to the mean, and maybe they will, but there's no sign of it yet. Give me the Seahawks plus two at Arizona. Is it a – Call of Duty double XP weekend? That I don't know. I'm not a gamer. Not a gamer? My kids are playing the shit out of it right now, though. It's very difficult. I tried to play. Yeah. I have nothing against it. It just, I, I don't I don't have time. Yeah. I tried to play it's last week. not my week. thing. Yeah. They laughed at me because I didn't make it very far. As far as I've gotten in the gamer deal was I, the MLB game. Yeah. I, the show. I built my person. Yeah. And I started in the minor leagues. Yeah. And I tried to work my way up to the majors. Did you make it like an easy level where you just hit bombs? I did at first, and that wasn't fun. It gets boring after a while. I mean, you're hitting like 72 home runs in the first half of the season. Yeah. You know, and they're calling you up, and you're hitting fourth for the White Sox. I mean, (laughs) and then when you make it hard, though, it's almost like I'm never going to get out of here, am I? What team did you? Uh, I was, I ended up with what is now the Guardians. Okay. The Indians? It was then, it was the Indians, too. Yeah. That's sweet. All right, Neil, my fourth pick. The Indianapolis Colts are going to New England on Sunday. Okay. Colts beat up, gave up, and they're playing a New England team that's suddenly found a little momentum. 
I like New England minus five and a half at home against the Colts on Sunday. Don't you do it to me again. Are you serious? Nope. Oh. You like that pick, though? I do like the pick. It was on my list. I don't know why I didn't do it. The Colts have just – I'm getting them wrong, and so I'm leaving them alone, like, for a little while. I, I, oh, I, you, t- you bet on them last week, though, right? I bet on them a couple of times and just missed. So, I got them right once, but I don't I, – I don't feel good things about the Colts, so I just kind of leave them alone, other than their uniforms are great. Yeah. I think there's a new resurgence in New England last couple of weeks. Could be. With Mac Jones, a little sense of urgency. Yeah. Um, He should. Defensively, they've been playing better, so that's where I'm at. All right. My fifth pick, and I can't believe I'm doing this because it's just so many points. Yeah, they can't believe you're doing it either. Is that Hugh calling me? No, it's not Hugh. God, I almost said something mean, but I didn't. Um, You might have heard that there's a World Series game tonight, game five, Philly and Houston. Mm-hmm. You know? It's a football game, too, involving the same two cities. Has that ever happened? I'm sure it has. I mean, the exact same two cities playing each other in the other city? I'm same, sure. Same kickoff time. I'm sure it has, but I, I don't I don't know. I mean, I can't think of it right off the top I remember of my head. Kansas City playing a Monday. Somebody, I think Dave, Mock 10 Sports, brought it up today in the meeting about uh, Kansas City playing like a Monday night game during the World Series when the, I think the Giants and the Royals were there. But oh, I'm yeah, saying okay. like the two exact cities playing. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Um, it's a ton of points, but listen, <clears throat> the Eagles offensively are just a, they're dynamic. Houston, the Texans, it's over. They know it. Um, Brandon Cook's not playing tonight, by the way. Yeah, Cook's isn't playing. I'm a little worried the Eagles will get bored, but I'm hopeful that by the time they get bored, the lead is so big that it doesn't matter. I'm going to take Philadelphia and lay 14 points in an NFL game against uh, Houston on the road. Wow. Um, I saw a tweet earlier that home double-digit favorites mm-hmm. on the road in the NFL – excuse me, double-digit favorites on the road in the NFL uh-huh. are 3-10 and 10 against the spread yeah, this it's, year. Yeah, it's a, it's a terrible number. This, but if Philly wants to play well tonight, they will run away and hide from the Texans. Yeah, I, I agree. mean, the Texans lost – did you watch any of the Titans-Texans game? Oh, yeah, I watched all of it. I mean, Malik Willis might one day be a really good quarterback, okay? They didn't have to throw the football. Right. But that's kind of my, my my point is is they won with Malik Willis at quarterback. Yeah, he threw nine passes the whole game. Jalen Hurts is going to throw a little bit more than that. A couple. There's no A.J. Green on the Titans team. You know, I mean, it, yeah. he used to be, obviously. I just think Philly's going to run away. I think they're going to score no, I don't unless, they get, unless they get bored. The only thing that the only the only danger you have is is the old L backdoor McCready coming to get you. Yeah, it that's could. it. It could. Um, I will be I will be cautious of <clears throat> that going. I'll be watching watching behind me. All right, my last NFL pick, Neil. Yep. I'm going all the way to Sunday night primetime. Oh, the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, are going to Kansas City, getting a bunch of points. What are they getting? Twelve and a half. Twelve and a half points okay. they're getting. And guess what, Neil? What's that? It's too many. I'm taking the Tennessee Titans, the five and two Tennessee Titans, plus twelve and a half at Kansas City. Okay, gotcha. Uh, uh, the Titans when they play Kansas City, this is all they either dominate them. Tannehill's gonna be playing again. 
Oh, he's back. Malik Willis back where he belongs. I need to add more sound effects. This is fun. You, yeah, you should. <laughs> I like the Tennessee Titans plus 12 and a half at Kansas City on Sunday night. Derrick Henry goes wild. My man. There it is. All right. All right. We need to get these college picks. Let's go to them. We're running out of time. Yep. Got to get you, get your teeth fixed. <clears throat> All right, go ahead and start them up. Get them cleaned, not fixed. <laughs> All right, I'll start in the Big 12. I'm kind of heavy on the Big 12 this week a little bit. Um, Big 12's been pretty good to me. I think it's going to be big, good for me again this week. At least I hope so because I'm feeling cozy a little. Uh, I was right on Texas Tech last week. I think I'm right on them again this week. Give me TCU minus 9.5 at home against the Red Raiders. Wow. That's my first pick. TCU. TCU – Knowing now, hey, the pressure's on, but they also know there's a path. And um, I, think they, I think they take care of business against the Red Raiders, who struggle defensively. TCU's pretty good on offense. I think this has a chance to get out of hand. Nine and a half is, frankly, I think the line's low. I'll, I'll, I'll lay those points. Yeah, they struggle away from home, so I like that pick. And TCU has to – they saw where they're at in the rankings. They got to pick it up. I like that pick. All right, here we go. <clears throat> pick number one. The North Carolina Tar Heels are traveling to Charlottesville, Virginia. Mm-hmm. They are seven-point favorites against Virginia on the road. I don't think that's anywhere in the vicinity of enough. I think you're right. It's a good pick. I think this game is going to be like a 40 – I'm going to say 41-17 game. Virginia doesn't score a lot on they're, – they're good on defense – but they haven't really faced an explosive offense that can put up points like this. And when they do face offenses, they get their freaking teeth kicked in. Yep. Um, I know North Carolina's got their limitations on uh, defense, but, I mean, Virginia's anemic on offense, man. I- I'm going North Carolina minus seven on the road against Virginia. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. like it. All right. What you got, pick two? <laughs> Stay in the Big 12. Because I think there's a couple of free lines here. Uh, West Virginia loses their their star running back. Yep. Going on the road to Ames. Got their heart broke. Kind of done. A lot of pressure on Neil Brown. A lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of stuff about bringing Rich Rodriguez back to West Virginia. That's out there. You don't say. I do say. And you already know because <laughs> he's one of your best friends. <laughs> Give me Iowa State minus seven at home against West Virginia. I just like it. It feels feels nice and clean. Yeah. Iowa State, really good defensive team. I don't think West Virginia can score. Iowa State's good enough to put some points on the board. Not a ton, but they're not going to need a ton. I, I, I think this is um, – the Big 12, I think, gets predictable as the season goes on. My boy Rich Rod's running through shit down there in Jackson State, by the way. He is. Year one. He is. Would he go back? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I can't. On, I, mean, I need, come on, I need dude. to break a story. <laughs> come on, man. Rich Rodriguez oh, to return. Let me tell you what, though. The, the new- last time that I was breaking a Rich Rodriguez getting a job um, story was I was getting vasectomy and stuff. I mean, I, that's how far back that was. Rich Rodriguez to Alabama, we broke it. Yeah. Don't get me started on that. I got a good vasectomy story, I'll tell you one day. <laughs> Here come the bots. All right, here we go. <laughs> no, it didn't sound like that, boss. <laughs> Wasn't nothing about that. All right, here we go. My Clemson Tigers 
Yep. I'm the only one in America that likes Clemson. Everybody else, they're not that good. They suck. Da 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 da. Guess what, Neil? Yep. They're going to Notre Dame. Yep. And you don't have to be a rocket scientist to look ahead of their schedule. And they know where they were this week that if they continue to win, they're in. Yep. This is the biggest game they got on their schedule. Yep. And when something happens, when visiting teams show up, regardless of how good or bad the team is, when you show up in South Bend and you get to see Touchdown Jesus, you come with a little more, more juice that day. They will be ready to play. They have every reason to win this game big and play well. Um, I'm taking Clemson minus three and a half at Notre Dame, and I don't think this game's particularly close. Well, people were giving you three gifts this week at least because I'm completely in with you. Uh, I, I want Notre Dame to win because I, I'd love the chaos. Clemson losing is chaos. Yeah. I would love the chaos. I don't think there's a scenario where there is chaos. I don't see how Notre Dame scores much in this game. I think Clemson does. Give me Clemson minus three and a half against uh, against Notre Dame. Dude, you're just freaking killing me. I'm, you're just, Neil, what Neil is doing right now, Neil is officially, he's already bought his jacket. He is doing everything he can. I see you over there. But, I, hey, you know what? I don't hate it because I'd be doing the same shit. So, um, Neil is just ensuring himself that he does, that he's wearing, making me wear assless chaps and a, and a T-shirt. All right. The rest of the way, I'm going SEC on you now. Okay. All right. Let's start it. This is your fourth pick? This is my third pick. Third pick. Let's start it, Neil, in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Let's start our SEC road trips in Fayetteville, Arkansas. All right. You're going with your guy, Hugh Freeze. You're going to take Hugh Freeze winning straight my man, up in Fayetteville. My man, Hugh, my man, Hugh Freeze. Yeah. You, that, your guy, that, Hugh Freeze. I guess is today, this is what happened. This is what, this is what happens. Okay. I guess he's mad at me. Okay. All right. Um, because he's not following me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay. If I pick them to win or cover, he will probably follow me on Twitter. Okay. But you know what, Neil? You're going to do it. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Because I'm taking Arkansas minus 13 and a half at home versus Liberty. Yeah. All kidding aside, look, I think they're going to compete. Dude, it's just the running game is going to be too much. They're going to score. They're just going to have such a hard time stopping that running game. Very similar to what happened out at BYU to where it's like, hey, they look, BYU's in this game and just just kidney punch, kidney punch, kidney punch, and then eventually it's just going to take over. I think it's a 20-point game, 21-point game, but I like Arkansas minus 13-and-a-half at home versus Liberty. All right, this won't be my pick. I won't double up on this, but I will tell people that if I if I allowed myself to pick SEC games here, this would I, we would be in agreement. So if you're looking for a you're looking for a bet, I just think I think Arkansas covers that line, and that's not. Did you pick it in Neil's picks? Yeah. What'd you I, pick the score to be? Uh, forty-five twenty-seven. That's about right. Had to make eighteen. I think. Yeah. I, I think by the Ar- old math, I think Arkansas wins two and a half to three scores. Hey, Rick Size Ben, I understand, again, I know I, the the image I put off. I'm highly aware that all chaps are assless if I, I'm trying to be funny. So enjoy the comedy. It's my poor attempt at it. But, yeah, I like Arkansas in that game. All right. <clears throat> Plus, I think they've kind of gotten well a little bit. Like, I, I, their defense is not good, but their defense at all, against Auburn was better than what their defense has been earlier in the year. Speaking of. They've gotten a few people back. The Auburn Tigers. Oh, okay. You jump. Go for it. Are going 
Is it my turn or your turn? It's your turn. No, go. It's, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not, I, you can't I, pick I, I don't have this game. Anyway. So go ahead. I was trying to scare myself out of strategy. You got Auburn going to Startville. What, 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 what you got going on there? Auburn going to Startville. They have fired a lot of coaches this week. They have. Cadillac um, Williams, his first game as the interim head coach at Auburn. First game as the interim coach at Auburn. So he was the running backs coach. Now he's going to be the head coach. Mm-hmm. They fired the offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach. You want to feel old? You want to feel old? I'll tell you how to tell me. me He's from my hometown. I covered Carnell's recruiting. Yeah. And now he's the interim head coach? Yeah. As a coach, I went and saw him play a high school football game. I mean, how old must – I did too. Yeah. How old must I be? Well, I get it. It Go ahead. I'm sorry. But he's going to be coaching running backs now. The – I don't feel that old. No. Hey, you look great, man. You but I, mean, I, I feel young. I mean, I, That's I don't all count. I don't what's feel in your heart. that old. What's in your heart? Youth, youth, and rain. All right. So, no coordinator, no quarterbacks coach, no tight ends coach. Now your running backs coach is gone. So basically, you're left with two full time guys on offense, and they're promoting people from in the end. But look, but still, I've been there. I've actually done this before. All right. When we left, when this whole Arkansas State Ole Miss transition happened, we had four coaches on our whole staff left. Very difficult. Let me tell you where it gets difficult. Everybody's going to be fired up. We're going to have this great pregame speech. We may recite the creed and what it means to be an Auburn football player and all that stuff. Yep. And it's going to last until you get your ass hit in the fucking mouth. Yep. And then all that shit goes out the window. Yep. And then when adversity hits, there's not going to be anybody on the sideline that can capture those kids and bring them back. I got Mississippi State minus 13 free money play of the week. Let me ask you a question. If it's a wet track, if it's raining, does it matter? No. Okay. I mean, no. I mean, I just – adversity is going to hit. They're going to get behind. The kids – can you you imagine how many portal calls and everything else and tampering has been going on oh, this week? good God. Um, their it's mind's been, not been, on this game. It's been incessant. They fire the coach on Monday, not – before the weekend, right. so you had all that going on early in the week, not game planning. Uh, Will Friend will be – I don't – have they broke who's calling plays yet? I don't know. Will Friend, the offensive line coach, is calling plays. Okay. Breaking news. Um, he's called it before at uh, Colorado State with Bobo. He'll keep it pretty simple, I'm imagining. Well, his offensive line coach calling plays, so you're going – You're going to run the football. You're going to run the football. It's going to be a big day for Tank Bigsby. Yeah. Yeah, if you got Tank Bigsby in your fantasy league, it be a good one. Yeah. Um, but, look, Mississippi State at home is tough to beat anyway. It's a hard play. They're doing really well at home. I got Mississippi State minus 13, free play of the week. Okay. Quick U versus Quick U, uh, by the way. But All right. Uh, yeah. Can't well, last me. week, if you recall, I went with South Alabama. You did. They were the McCready Media. They were the McCready Media. Team of the week. Team of the week. It wasn't that long ago, two weeks ago, we were in Mobile. We saw uh, – Saw Kane and the, and, yep. the, and the Jags. It's nice to see him. We also got to visit with uh, John Summerall yep. and the Troy Trojans. Nice to see John. My man. Two guys that are moving up in the coaching world, no question about it. Last week, I liked the, uh, I liked the matchup, South Alabama at Arkansas State. Laid the points, no big deal. This week, to even things out, got your Troy Trojans. They're going to Lafayette, Louisiana. I don't think it's going to be a big deal. Give me the Trojans minus four and a half at ULL. Uh, like that pick a lot. Like that pick a lot. Um, points will be at a premium down in 
Yeah, I don't think the Cajuns are going to be able to score much yeah. on uh, on the Trojans. The way they play defense, they are physical. And Troy getting better offensively every week, just a little bit better. This has got like a 21-7. That's what I think, too. 24-10. 21-10. Somewhere in there, all over. If I had to lay more than seven, I wouldn't do it. But four and a half, I'm cool. Yeah, that's a good pick. All right. My last pick before we get to the money line. Okay. The Alabama Crimson Tide are going to Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. 6 p.m. Yeah. You get to hear the, it's, it's nighttime in Death Valley. It's Saturday night. Saturday night. In Death Valley. And you get to hear Garth Brooks play for four hours in the pregame. It's a cool pregame. Come we can make fun all you want. We, you can make fun all you want. It's, it's a great pregame. The way their band marches in and stuff, it's, it's fantastic. I'm sorry, but it is. I, I get there early and watch it every time, and I'm never disappointed. And Brian Kelly gets to face the person that made him take this job, his arch nemesis, Nick Saban, mm-hmm. who's gotten him all along the way, many years and many years and many years at many different stops. Always gets him. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what, Neil? Brian Kelly gets his revenge. Are you taking LSU tonight to win the game? Oh, fuck no. Uh, I'm taking LSU yeah. plus 13 and a half yeah. at home versus the Crimson Tide. I think that If it this means anything to you, we're in total agreement on uh, SEC picks so far. Okay. I, I like Mississippi State to cover, and I like LSU to cover. I just think this is going to be closer than the experts think. I think it's going to be a battle. It's always It always is. when Alabama, It doesn't matter what kind of Alabama team goes down there and what kind of LSU team in, there is in uh, Death Valley. Very, very few times does Alabama go in there and run away with it. Yeah. And it's like – Somebody was trying to correct me. I think it's the first night game there this year. If it was, the other one was against Southern or somebody, whoever they played. Yeah. Um, no, it'll be festive. It's supposed to rain. A lot of rain in the forecast. Let's see if it's still the rain in the forecast because I pulled that up. Well, it makes me feel better. Yeah, I agree. Um, I was looking at Baton Rouge weather just a couple I'm with ago. you, Grind. Saban's already, always had Kelly's number, but Kelly hasn't had the horses in the past. Different athletes, different type of athletes. Let's see, Baton Rouge, it's 83 right now. Saturday, 72 degrees, thunderstorms in the morning, followed by occasional showers in the afternoon. Perfect. High of 72, chance of rain 100%. Saturday night, a few clouds from time to time, slight chance of a rain shower, low near 65. Perfect. I'll have the field be nice and nice and toasty. And I'll be good, man. I, I just think this game, I think it's going to be a really good football game. I do. Um, you know the the biggest issue that Alabama's going to have on defense is are do, are they going to try to play coverage or are they coming after him? And if they try to play coverage, I mean you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because if they come after him and they miss, they're going to give up big plays on the ground with the quarterback. Um, and look, Jaden Daniels playing good football. He's stacked weeks. He's been playing good football. So I like uh, LSU to cover, not oh, to win, but to cover. I like that pick. All right, so I'm down to my fifth pick. Yep. And I've got three here that I like. Probably going to meet in the middle. I'll tell you the two that I'm not going with. I, I like Wake Forest minus four at NC State. I'm not crazy about it. I like UCLA minus 11 at Arizona State, but it's a kind of a big number. That's big. So I'm going to meet in the middle. BYU's had a long season. Mm-hmm. Started good. Competition got to them. Got banged up. 
Big game after big game after big game. They played that great game against Baylor. Arkansas popped them. Liberty popped them. I think they're getting popped again. They're going to Boise. Speaking of the road to Boise, I'm going to just take a quick little trip to Boise. Give me wow. Boise State minus seven and a half against BYU. They're minus seven and a half? Boise State's minus seven and a half. Yeah. Boise's quietly been been putting it together. Yep. All right. You know what time it is, Neil? It's money line time. Money line. This is the money line. If you watched Monday's show, Neil. Yes. I did. I was there. Where are you? I watched. I couldn't tell if it was you or a ghost. But Monday, I teased this. Mm-hmm. The game of the year. Yep. Is in Sanford Stadium on Saturday at 2.30, CBS, in a game that will last 800,000 hours because of the 67 TV timeouts. <laughs> that will be your favorite part. Um, and so I want you to let – You have no idea how pissed off TV timeouts made me. I know. I, I, I do. I'm aware. I was there. You were, like, worried I was going to hurt the TV timeout guy in Mobile. Yeah, I was a little, little I was, like, stalking. I was like, why? Yeah, you were I actually finally asked to talk him, to – Neil was actually having a conversation with a TV timeout guy in the middle of the game. I was like, hey, 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 let's let's go down here. Let's go down here. I was like, what what are we doing? And it wasn't a peaceful conversation. Why is is this three minutes long? Explain this to me. He did explain it to you, though. He did. He was was embarrassed. He was embarrassed. But uh, that's what happens when the first 28 minutes of the first half go in. 29 minutes. 29 (laughs) minutes, and they have to sell ads. He goes, this is the last one. I'm like, it's the eighth one. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're good. But the Tennessee Vols, Neil, are going to Georgia, and they are eight-point underdogs. But yep. you know what they are? They're plus 235 on the money line. Wow. I'm taking the Tennessee Vols to upset the Georgia Bulldogs on Saturday in a track meet of all track meets. I think <laughs> the sorry, key – Georgia is going – Georgia's defense is really good. Really good, but one they haven't been tested like this. Yeah, and then two, if you look at the issues they've had, like last week against Florida, were communication issues in the back end. No bueno this Saturday. You have to have those worked out. Oh yeah, or, or Tennessee will get you. And so they I can, score quick. I don't know how much communication. I really don't. I haven't asked. Has been going on between Athens and Tuscaloosa, um, but I can tell you, um, very well sourced that Alabama was very – if they had to go back and do things over again, they felt like they played it a little bit uh, – they played coverage instead of going after the quarterback. Okay. And I think they were worried about getting ran by. hmm And when they got in the game, they realized they really wasn't as fast as they thought they were okay. and probably could have gone the other direction and so gone after Georgia, the quarterback. Georgia dials up some pressure. I think Georgia – they have to okay. because it's the same defense – you could literally line up in the same formations and get the same checks. I think Georgia will come out and pressure, and, and it's something that hasn't happened to him. Except for in one game, one game all year, has somebody lined up and got after his ass. And that was Pitt. And that game went to overtime. So, you, I think you have to – I think you see it on film. You're like, oh, these guys are too fast. We can't give up the big play. Well – You've shown now if you sit back and play coverage, you're going to give it the big play too because they're, they're so good at skimming up those things. Georgia has to dial up pressure. They have to get to him. That's going to be the whole key to this game. If Georgia can dial up pressure, I'm not talking about the downs because contrary to popular belief, I think 
they are maybe one of the worst teams in the SEC in sacks right now. Georgia is. Mm-hmm. So they have they can't generate. And for all you gurus out there, they're a three man front. And they're and they're and they're that's why they're not getting pressure. Well, they're downs and they don't have that dominant edge guy like they've had in the past. I think that if Georgia can get after him with the, with pressure and play the man coverage, they win the game. If they don't. Tennessee's going to win the game. And how many times do you get the number one team on the road as underdogs? I'm taking Tennessee plus 235 is what I got it um, on the road at Georgia. Um, You wanted me to bring something up because one of the games I've looked at about laying points, I thought about laying Western Kentucky minus 16 at Charlotte, and you asked me to bring Charlotte up. Yeah, so if we got anybody from Charlotte listening, they're going through a coaching change right now. Do you know who would turn that program around and dominate at Charlotte? Hugh Freeze? No. Lane Kiffin? No. Are you saying Lane Kiffin could not win at Charlotte? That is insane. No. No, because nobody would transfer to Charlotte. Who you got? The king of the Carolinas. Sean Elliott. At Georgia State? Yep. Dude, he would recruit his ass off in the Carolinas. And bring toughness is what they need, dude. They would be and they're you know a conference USA and all that stuff. They would go straight to the top, and he's and you see what he's done at Georgia State. Georgia State had never even thought about winning until he got there, and it's time, dude. I'm telling you, I, I bet, dude, he would turn that place around. So I'm starting a movement, Sean Elliott to Charlotte. Okay, since you since you uh, get credit for bringing Lane Kiffin to. Oh Miss, I'm mm-hmm. going – my my first uh, shot at it is going to be Sean Elliott to Charlotte. A movement. I may get a damn T-shirt. You should. Sean Elliott to Charlotte. Okay. Dude, they would kill it. They would kill it. He's the king of the Carolinas. There's a lot of people there, for sure. Uh, not a lot. Yeah. Everybody. And it's closer to home for him. It makes sense. Hey, pick up the phone. I'm just telling you, if you want to win, you want to win big, go get my guy because they would be tough as hell and be knocking the shit out of everybody. Which, by the way, they play Southern Miss this weekend in Hattiesburg. So if you're a Hattiesburg guy, go back there and watch. If you want to see violence, go watch that game. Okay. All right, so I'm down to two money lines. I was actually looking. If you Hey, an interesting game. Pitt and Syracuse, by the way. It's only a three-point line. Pitt favored by three against Syracuse. That's weird to me. I mean, I don't know. That was, that whole thing was strange to me. I'll give you another freebie. San Diego State minus six and a half against UNLV. Mm. I like that one a bunch. Yeah. But I'm looking for a dog. I'm looking for – I got three. I'll tell you one that I love, honestly, but I'm not going to do it because it's SEC. I love the value on Vanderbilt in the money line. Against South Carolina. No, I'm not doing it. I said, SEC, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to break my rule. But Vanderbilt's plus 225. You want to take a little flyer, take 20 bucks. Where is it at? Nashville. (laughs) Commodore Walk is going to be so lit. Commodore Walk is going to be crazy. All four people getting loud? Oh, it's going to be triple that. There's going to be 12 people there. It's going to be bonkers. Commodore Walk. They're going to walk into that stadium, South Carolina, get a little flat. Spencer Rattler, throw a few picks. Next thing you know. What's the line? Seven. I, I, in all, all seriousness, you want a value. What's the money you, line, 222? 225. You want a value pick? There's one. That is a value pick. Is this the week? 
How happy would you be if they won? Um, no joke, thrilled. I would have so much fun on Twitter if I'm still sober enough to find the keys. What's the odds in that? Mm. Is it a night game? Yeah, four to one. What time's the kickoff? Six thirty. What network is that on? SEC Network. Cole, I thought Cole told me that they were they had Mississippi State this weekend. They might. Let me see. There's sure. a Saturday night crew. Hold on, I'll tell you. I'm pretty sure I'm right. Yeah, SEC Network. Uh, Cole's ESPN two. Uh, Auburn, Mississippi State's ESPN too. Well, he usually does the SEC. I don't know. Maybe I was wrong. Oh, he's been doing Mac stuff this week. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he was in Detroit on the on the airplane or getting on the airplane. All right, so I got uh, I got three that I'm looking at. Two that I'm looking at. Got Oregon State at Washington. The money line's one fifty five. The only thing that scares me here is the whole ranked at on the road against an unranked team. Although I watched Ole Miss. Defeat that last week, so whatever. And then the Kansas State money line, but there's just not a lot of value here. Kansas State, the money line's 125. Actually, it's 120. I just looked at it. It dropped. Are you going – would you better – I mean, let me somebody's bet on it or the line moved. Yeah, I mean, it moved a little bit. I mean, Kansas State at home, a little worried about the quarterback situation. Texas is good, but everybody's overvaluing Texas. But you know what? I, the the Pac-12 has been pretty good to me. Oregon State's been pretty good to me. It's a little better value. I get plus 155. I will go the Beavers in Seattle, winning straight up, money line 155. That's Friday night? Yep. It's a late game Friday night. Okay, so I need to pull for Washington. Gotcha. I hate to do this to you, but I'm officially in the stage where i got to pull against every pick that you've made. Is that Okay. Follow me. I mean, whatever you got to do. I got to start looking for sleeveless thermals. <laughs> you can wear sleeves. You just can't wear a hoodie or a jacket. I'll have like Vaseline on my arms. I'll go old school on you. I wonder what the temperature will be that day in Boise. It it's literally, not, it's potluck, man. It might not be that bad. That's what I'm saying. It yeah. could be like 40 something. And it could be. Cool, but you're not freezing. I've also seen it when it was like six. Then you're tough. I'll actually feel bad if it's like that. Like, we may need to have, like, medics on site. Like, I don't do well in the cold. Like, people that know me, I don't do cold weather. Well, just so you know, I've already come up with, in the event that it's me, I've got some strategies. Well, I haven't started. I didn't really consider me being the one wearing the short sleeves until this past weekend. And now I'm in two-minute drill throwing up freaking prayers and shit. I, I'm, I'm to that stage. And if, it, if we don't, I don't close the gap this week, you better look for, like, a Central Arkansas beaten – Alabama next week or some shit. Yeah, you're going to be jumping on I'm the I'm going to be jumping on the money, line money lines. Hoping I hit one. There were some other money lines that I liked. I don't hate James Madison's. The money line's 250 at Louisville. Hard to, hard to believe you, Louisville's going to get that many. Like, yeah. What's the line, though? Uh, seven and a half. I even toyed with the <laughs> Arizona State money line. UCLA, the pressure on them now. That's a big money line, 330, but probably not. Um, I liked depending on if John Rice plays or not, the Central Florida-Memphis game could be good. Good, a good pick either way, depending on who plays. Because Memphis, they're not, they've lost four in a row, but they do keep it close. Miami's a money line pick, line seven and a half. Miami, Nobody is talking about this game, and it used to be the biggest game of the year. Tells you a lot. Uh, the Miami, Miami money line's 250, seven and a half point home dog against Florida State. Tells you a lot about I can tell you this, they will be ready to play in Coral Gables with Mario and Kevin Steele. 
I feel pretty good about Boise BYU because the money lines. Yeah. The, the money line on Boise is now minus 305. I almost went with my boys ULM, but I got scared off. They're a one and a half point favorite over Texas State. It's water ski season. South Alabama is a uh, four point favorite at Georgia Southern, but I'm scared of that. Dude, it's a big game. Well, big game for both. Both quick you clients. Yep. But I told you before, um, one year we went in there, we we're like 23 point favorites or something like that. We went in there and we got beat 55 to nothing. At 23-point favorites. If you believe in Arkansas's defense just being a sieve and you're looking for a value pick on like a $10 buy, the Liberty money line's 450 Now, Liberty Dude. beating an SEC team is going to be hard to do. And to get your money line, you got to get a win. All right, so let me tell you what pushed me over the edge with Arkansas. Sure. Did you see the uh, – do you have Hulu? Uh, yeah. The Liberty – Scandal thing came out on Hulu this week. Oh, oh, Jerry Falwell and the stuff. Dude, it's not for the, it's not for the tame of heart. You think that's distracting the players there? It's got to, dude. I mean, they show the football. I mean, it's yeah, it's yeah, dude. It's wow. Like if you want to be just like yeah, like you know my personality, I was blushing. Ooh. Here's another one. Baylor at Oklahoma. Baylor, only a three-and-a-half-point dog, and you get a money line of 145? Just letting you know right now. Oklahoma's, Oklahoma's figured it out, haven't they? Boomer Center. Yeah. Yeah, Oklahoma's figured it out. They're well, good. they got their guy back, and they're starting to get their groove on. Yeah, so I mean. You remember a couple of weeks ago when everybody was giving them shit by being late to the pregame meeting, pre yep. or postgame deal? Shit changed after that. They got the bad stuff out. Georgia Tech. Three point dog at Virginia Tech. Money line's one thirty five. That's a I can't bet on Georgia no, Tech or, or or Virginia Tech. Here's an interesting one. Maryland getting five points at Wisconsin. The money line's one sixty five. Wisconsin's played better since the change. That tells me Tali is healthy and ready to go. Yeah. The okay. Kansas. Hey, what was what's and the Kansas? I don't, and then I don't hate the Iowa uh, money line. Iowa money line's one forty five at Purdue. Purdue has struggled. What is uh? Kansas. Oak, Oak State, Kansas is one and a half, right? Is it still one and a half? I think so. I'm looking for it. Kansas quarterback allegedly started practicing this week. Allegedly. The one that was supposed to be out for the whole year. Yeah, I'm looking for that line. Here it is. Uh, Kansas is now a pick. So there's no money line value. That game's a pick em. Oklahoma State at Kansas. So he must, because it was like. He must you know, be back. He must be back. Yeah. So the rumor was he was going to play. So anyway, I uh, hope everybody enjoyed the show. A lot of good games. We will uh, be back on Monday to talk about them, see who did well, who did poorly on the road to Boise, and more importantly, we'll talk about how the SEC race looks after a big weekend in the east with Tennessee and Georgia and in the west with uh, Alabama at LSU. Again, our thanks, as always, to our friends at Rain. Bob's watching. He sent me I saw a text message. Bob, appreciate the hell out of you, brother. Absolutely, Bob. You're the best. I mean – We'll be announcing some stuff here soon involving uh, even a further um, further awesomeness from our friends at Rain. So uh, 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. Hey, real quick, because Grind asked me about it earlier. I know we got to go. Um, Grind, I would, uh, if I was taking that game, I'd take Coastal tonight. Yeah. Coastal is their underdogs at home. Yeah. They're really um, good at home. They're really good at home. Um, App State, eh, I, I just 
coastal dude, they I don't know, they find a way. I would never bet either I wouldn't play it or I would take coastal at home. Or I wouldn't play it if you didn't like it. Okay. Sorry, Grind. I meant to do that earlier. All right, we'll uh, we'll stop there. I got to get moving. Thanks to everybody in the stream. Appreciate you guys as always. Also, thanks to all of you who've been out buying rain. We've seen the pictures and stuff, and it's great. We really appreciate it. I know the people at Rain do as well. So uh, for Tyler, <laughs> for Tyler, I'm Neil. Have a great weekend. Be safe if you're uh, moving around, traveling, and we will talk to you again on Monday. <laughs>